Hey, Bridal Babes. Welcome to the Bridal Babe Society podcast, where we talk all about building the bridal business of your dreams. Hi, I'm Emily, and I've been a bridal makeup artist for over a decade. I'm a bridal team owner turned educator, passionate about helping women gain the financial and schedule freedom they deserve. Join me as we navigate the confusing and overwhelming waters that come with entrepreneurship. Being a business owner is tough, but so are you. Consider me your new Bridal Biz BFF. Let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Bridal Babes. Welcome to the very first episode of the Bridal Babes Society podcast. I'm Emily, your host, and I'm so grateful that you're here. I wanted to start this podcast journey with a thorough introduction and backstory so you know who the hell you're listening to and taking business advice from. So for starters, I am a 33-year-old single mom of a beautiful four-year-old. Her name is Haven. I currently reside in a smaller town outside Columbus, Ohio. I own a multi-six-figure bridal hair and makeup company where I lead a team of 25 artists in two locations going on three, but trust me, I did not get here overnight. In 2018, I really decided to follow my biggest passion, which was education. That's when I created the Bridal Artist Collective, where I help bridal hair and makeup artists just like you build the business of your dreams. I had done a little one-on-one coaching with some random artists around the country in 2018 and really saw the desperate need for more business education in our specific niche, so I really just didn't hesitate to jump in. In addition to my bridal company and education, I also own and operate a skincare boutique in Columbus, Ohio called Skin Haven. Yes, that's named after my daughter. (laughs) Underneath my bridal business, we also have a makeup studio where we provide makeup classes to women in our community. And I also opened up a bridal suite in fall 2022 under my bridal company as well. And let me tell you, that was a fucking journey. I am a little bit of a serial entrepreneur, but what can I say? So how did I even get into hair and makeup? I was exposed at a young age, thanks to my beautiful mom, who was an absolute beauty queen, always dressed to the nines, hair and makeup done, did hair in her younger years as well. Um, I was just always that friend in the group doing everybody's hair and makeup for dances and weekends and things like that, as I'm sure a lot of you can relate. I've heard that story from so many artists that I've worked with. I went to cosmetology school in 2008 because I really wanted to do hair and special effects makeup and then moved to LA, Ha! which is so funny now looking back. like That's just so not the life I live nor want to live. <laughs> But during this time, I worked for my dad, who is a chiropractor and a functional medicine doctor. I was so lucky at the time to have a solid job while I went to beauty school, but I ended up working for him most of my adult life as I continued to build my bridal business on the side. This is where I learned so much about business as I had nobody to train me and I had so much to figure out in working for my dad to help his business flourish. So that experience truly has set the foundation for how I run my business today when it comes to systems and workflows, contracts, policies, and just so much more. I have such a no tolerance of bullshit attitude when it comes to running my business. I just know what it's like when you don't have those things in place and it's absolutely chaotic and you really can't scale and grow when you are stuck in those kind of ruts. I also had such a great example of being a business owner, an entrepreneur. It's just truly in my blood. My dad, ever since graduating chiropractic school, except for like maybe a year after, he has been in private practice. 
I have seen him work so hard his whole life, dedicating his work and career to his patients. So I just have it in me to want to be, you know, a business owner and just stand on my own. Like I just knew from a very young age that I was just going to do my own thing. I've always been like that. I've always had that mentality and I'm so thankful that I did and that I do because working for corporate America or working for somebody else is just never going to be what works for my life. And that surely would never give me the schedule and financial freedom that I want desire, need, and deserve in life. So while I was freelancing on the side, I quickly learned to make real money as a makeup artist, at least in my area, I needed to do bridal. And at first I hated bridal. When I tell you I hated bridal, like I despised it. I wanted nothing to do with weddings. I thought they were way too stressful and I wanted to do fun, colorful makeup, of course, but you know, that was in like 2008, 2009, and it was just such an different, different industry then. But slowly over time, I started to love bridal. During this time as well, freelancing on the side, you know, I never really knew what my bridal business really could turn into. So I was a solo artist for many years. And during this time, I was freelancing for MAC Cosmetics, and I was working with a few local boudoir photographers. Um, that was really how I was making money doing makeup. And I was just building good connections and networking like crazy. As I was getting more into bridal, I was definitely realizing that I can't do everything and say yes to everything. And that's a hard lesson to learn, especially when you're just super passionate and you want to get out there. But I, I will tell you what, I will never, ever, you could not pay me enough money to do a bridal party of 13 by myself ever again. <laughs> I was just saying yes to everything, overworking myself, burning myself out, killing my body. It's just so funny to look back because I was like, hell yeah, 13 faces, you bet it. I got it. I can finish on time. I'm the best. Heck yes. Hell to the no. Don't do that to yourself. If your rates are high enough, you never have to do that. But obviously, you know, you live and you learn. And the industry, like I said earlier, was so, so different over a decade ago. So a time came where I did need some help on a wedding and I actually ended up finding somebody on a website called Model Mayhem. If you have been around for a while and you know what Model Mayhem is, hi, I love you. <laughs> Model Mayhem was like, I think it might still exist today, but it was like the networking tool. It was like all your social medias that you love now in one for networking for hair, makeup, fashion, photography, all of those like artistic and creative industries and, you know, subjects. It was like our Facebook. We could network, we could post casting calls, we can find models. It was just literally, it was amazing. I actually remember like a couple years ago, like reinvestigating that just because we were like, I think we were planning a brand shoot or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, let me see if model may have even still exist. And I could tell that it had changed a lot. I couldn't remember if there's like a fee now or what, but obviously it would never be the same in today's day and age. But back then, man, that is how I built my portfolio. That is, I networked so much on there. It was fantastic. But anyways, I ended up meeting a hairstylist who lived about two hours north of me and she was interested in doing this wedding with me. I took a huge risk, which something, what I did with this girl, I would never do today, um, but I, the first time I met her was on site at this wedding. Like I just trusted she was going to show up. Like, <laughs> I mean, absolute insanity, right? Anyways, she came down from 
you know, Northern Ohio, which about two hours away, worked this wedding with me. And literally the next time I met her, so after that wedding, we went our separate ways. We stayed in touch. I actually went to the Hamptons and spent the summer to nanny for one of my dad's patients who lives out there. And during that time, this girl and I stayed in touch the whole time. We were just like talking about our dreams and like our big city dreams and all the things. And the next time I saw her, we were driving to Chicago to look for apartments and apply for jobs. So we just, she's just, she was one of those people that you just click with, you know, was going to be your friend. Like we had the same passion. We were so hungry and we wanted to be in a big city. So we went to Chicago. We enjoyed that time. We had some crazy experiences, um, especially just being young women in the industry. Um, that's a story for another day, but, um, we just had so much fun exploring. And then the next time I saw her, we were literally moving to Chicago. Um, we packed up, moved to Chicago. She had a job already. I had not got one yet. And I had less than $2,000 in my savings account. We had secured a studio apartment in Lincoln park. So we were living like we were in college, but we didn't care. We're in Chicago, baby. So living in Chicago with my best friends, we're sharing a studio apartment in Lincoln Park and we're putting our hands into anything that we could, like any like listing we could find on like, I don't even know if Facebook was really that active then, like Craigslist at the time, um, anything. We, we were just trying to be involved in everything. And at that time, there was actually an organization called Raw Artist that was huge and blowing up in Chicago. And we ended up like being, I forget how it worked, but basically their director there had reached out to me and my roommate and my roommate, you know, was a hairstylist and I was doing just makeup. And so we both got to like compete in this competition for raw artist, and we made it to the final show. Um, I actually have a really funny story about that day too, which I'll share maybe sometime on the podcast, um, where I basically almost shut down a whole music venue by accident, but that's another story. Um, so we both got to compete in that. We both made it to the final show and we both actually ended up winning. That was so amazing. So I actually won makeup artist of the year, Chicago with raw artist. And I don't even remember what year that was. I would have to look. Um, and she actually won hairstylist of the year, Chicago. So that was like probably the coolest experience. Um, but like I said, we were just throwing ourselves into everything. I remember, wanting to do photo shoots and just network and we were doing all this free stuff and we're like I had sold my car before I moved there because like I'm not gonna drive there and you paid like a one flat fee for like public transportation like it was like a shock you know when you go from living like in Ohio to Chicago downtown it's crazy but it was so fun so and so when we were like throwing our hands into all of these things here we are, these like young, naive girls in the Windy City, and we're traveling on these public transit <laughs> systems with our big ass hair and makeup kits. And like, oh my gosh, the stories I could tell. But man, what an experience. Like, I will never forget it. After being in Chicago for a while, I couldn't really find my footing there. Um, I worked a few different jobs. I worked front desk at a huge, busy, busy spa downtown, which was so stressful. I tried a couple salons um, like where I was an assistant and I just kind of realized I was trying to force myself to enjoy hair and like the salon environment when really I just wanted to do makeup. Chicago was truly such an epic experience and I would do it all over again in a heartbeat. I learned so much 
but I quickly realized the busy city life was just not for me. I came back to Ohio where I really started to focus on my own bridal career. So fast forward to 2016, after years of operating as a solo artist, I started to slowly build a team. I had no idea what I was doing, but now here I am with a really large team, multiple locations, triple digit number of weddings and growing every year. It would be really fair to say, however, that I learned a lot of shit the hard and long way. And part of my whole mission behind the Bridal Artist Collective and my education and my coaching is to help you get places that you need to be so much quicker. Another point on that, like in 2016, when I was doing my own thing after, you know, however many years, I was just a solo artist, like operating with no help. I had no idea what building a team could do for me and for my life. And I, I will say, I don't think it is for everybody, but for those it is for, it is going to be the best thing you ever did. I think that's enough for today. Thank you so much for listening to my long-awaited and desired podcast journey. I'm seriously just so thankful that you even listened to this. You can be prepared for a lot of sass, a few curse words, and a no-bullshit attitude when you come listen to Bridal Babe Society. I like to keep things real, so I hope you enjoyed today's episode and found my story relatable to yours in some ways. The most important invite that I want to extend to you is to come join me in my free Facebook group, Bridal Babe Society, All you have to do is search it on Facebook. It should pop up. It's exclusively for bridal hair and makeup artists who are looking for business advice. And I am there all the time in that group. I do free trainings. I have free resources. So come join us there. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean the world if you could leave a comment and a review that would help me so much. I will catch you in the next episode. And in the meantime, if you want to stay in touch, you can check all the links in the show notes.